Oh, hey, on Love & Hip Hop New York, we'll give Jonathan a call to see if he is, in fact, a wedding crasher. <laughs> Love & Hip Hop Miami, Prima Donna is throwing an all-white event with a surprise gift from Jocelyn. Yes. And then on Black & Crew Chicago, Jess up and leaves Second City, Inc. Deuce. Adios mio. BH100, the podcast is going down now. Welcome to VH100, which is the official podcast for all things VH1, pop culture, and more. If you haven't subscribed or commented, let's do it. My name is EZ Manoli. That's right, and I'm Lejeune, and we're excited about another episode of VH100, the podcast. And if you want to get in on this conversation, make sure you use the hashtag VH100 podcast and talk that talk with us always get nosy just like us right i'm doing good i'm doing good a little bit of a somber weekend i know i just in general actually because i went back home and i visited some friends and family and it was great but then i also went to go not to not to start off so dramatic right right. but and deep but uh just because you know my mom sold our childhood house so i went like back to see it Visited my grandmother, who's not in the best health. So wait, what's going on with the house? Is someone? It's already sold. Oh yeah, somebody moved in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you knock on the door? No. Did you just like look outside? I just like kind of did a drive by, but very quickly because I didn't want to freak the people out. But no, they up and moved in like I don't know in the summer of 2019. Literally, my mom sold it and boom, somebody moved in right away. So that and then. You know, going to visit my dad's site over there. So there was just like a oh, lot of yeah. that going on. But then, of course, there is the horrible, horrible, unfortunate news from this past weekend about Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. being in a helicopter with his daughter Gianna and other folks being John, Carrie, and Alyssa Alto Belli, uh, Christina Mosser, Sarah, and Peyton Chester, and the pilot Ara Zobayan. And this just like hit. Everybody, yeah, it's unbelievable, deep, especially the Grammys because right. it happened the day of the Grammys. And unreal, Alicia Keys did a great job hosting. I don't know if you watched it yet. Well, you know, I watch moments and clips, and yeah, because oh, you, you were was, driving, yeah, I was driving. And don't watch and drive, folks, but no, she, no, no. um really handled that well when she sort of honored his legacy. A bit. Everything she she's the bomb, she really is, she can do no wrong. I, she, I was very proud of her. and I was crying a lot. So yeah. just opening the show with Boys to Men, with that song, yeah, acapella, it's a hard to say goodbye. I'm just yeah. like, oh my God. And then the whole tribute to Nipsey Hussle. And then obviously they did include Kobe in that mm-hmm. and with, like, with everybody. And then just like Camila Cabello just did a beautiful touching song dedicated to right. her dad that I did cry to. And then Demi Lovato made her return and... She had a little trouble starting the song because she was choked up. And then Lizzo I mean, so and her many speeches. Returns. Yeah, there was just like a lot of heavy emotions happening yeah. that me and my roommate were actually crying here and there. And I was like, this is just a very emotional day overall. Yeah, it was pretty emotional. I did see uh, Lizzo's clip and she like belted out a strong. Yeah, she song. her performance was and great. Was but like, then at wow. the end. Yeah. That the fact moment, that yeah, yeah, she was just like you know in her feelings and like I crying. Know, and, and I know. So that was crazy. That was one of the moments that I did see. Um, that was really heartfelt. Too. Yeah, and it was very very heavy hearts all around. Well, you know, with the unfortunate passing of Kobe and all of those folks that were unfortunately on that helicopter. But super- our thoughts go out to literally every single person that has been affected by that because right. there are a lot of families involved. There's a lot of children involved. Fans, obviously, right. of all those folks. Um, but yeah. Feeling for you all, sending love, light, and posy vibes your way. Of course. But one moment that did have me feeling super um, light um, in a positive way is when I heard on the radio that Coffee won, uh, the Jamaican singer. She won for her album, 19-year-old. Oh, yes. And yes. I'm a huge fan of one of her songs, and it always sends super, super posy vibes. And I just it was just so great to hear such hear of a win from such a young artist with such a positive message it was such a beautiful thing and i feel like gratitude is a must Mm -hmm. and even in light of the loss that we have i hope that we all take this moment to reflect on the importance of sharing 
how and you celebrating feel people's and lives. yeah while yeah. we have them and celebrating life and legacy and so congrats on that win and again hearts go out to everyone involved in the tragedy that we had this weekend yeah no definitely i was like fuck right. it was just a lot it was just really really a lot but yeah no that's basically what i did this weekend i got in touch with my inner emotional self yeah because i couldn't remember the last time i cried on top of that i was like when did I, when is the last time i did this oh right all right but that's good yeah. cry, crying is good here and there yeah i think so yeah cleanses the soul cleanses it right on out <laughs> all right so i want to get on over to our pcpq you like those acronyms? What's that Love, stand for? Uh, pop culture, pop quiz. <laughs> yes, you know it. Right. It sounds more edgier when you say PCPQ. No, you're right. I like it. It does. It kind of sounds like a procedure at the GYN. Yeah, you you're... know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then maybe we'll just test this out this week. So, are you ready for the PCPQ? You. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number one. Uh-huh. Meek Mill was out and about shopping for clothing. When this female rapper and her husband rolled in, which turned into a whole verbal altercation and a half. What? Was it Nicki and yep. her boo? Yes. What? Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Yo, Petty. how did I not hear about the? Oh, I know why, but what? what? <laughs> so Meek and 10 of his guy friends were out at a clothing store. And yeah, Nicki yeah. and her man walked in. What? Solo, what? just the both of them. No entourage. uh, No entourage. Right. Meek Mill had the entourage. And allegedly. 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 Meek approached Kenneth to try to squash the beef. Because I guess, you know, they've they've got some beef. Right, right, right. And that didn't happen. Ooh. So I guess, you know, Kenneth was like, where's that same energy that you post online? Like, if you're saying one-on-one, let's go out to the street or whatever. And right. We, we don't know say, exactly what it. we said. Right, right, right. But we there, know. Is, there is some video footages, if you will, that is out there. And you hear Nikki shouting it and calling him a little bitch. There's, like, a lot of <laughs> words being tossed around. But wow. that was definitely I, I got to uh, check for these clips right after the show. Yeah, you could search them up. All Will right, do. good job. <laughs> Question number two. Thank you. This rapper revealed on The Breakfast Club how Beyonce checked him on a certain punchline regarding Solange and how it wasn't as fabulous as he may have thought. Oh, I'm going to say, you know, to the OG F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. Here she goes with these clearances. What? That's how you spell his name? (laughs) That's how you spell his name. Hello. So in his song, For the Money, he rapped a lyric saying, because if you could have Beyonce, would you take Solange? And apparently mm, when Fabulous mm, bumped into Beyonce, mm, she said, you know, let me holler at you for a second. Mm, that they rock with him, but, you know, they, they're people are humans, and a verse like that could personally hurt somebody's feelings. Mm, so I guess then following that, I don't know, again, timeline, he didn't really divulge into that, but at some point he did see Solange, and he apologized for it, and he said that she was pretty stiff about it. And she was like, thank you. And, you know, she felt the type of way. Wow. But he, said, he did say that stemming from that, he just, because he's like, you know what I mean? Like, you just write these verses and whatever's yeah. like gimmicky or whatever, and you don't think like that deep that, oh, this may hurt someone's feelings. And he said that that was a lesson that he learned that, and he's more just like aware about what he's writing. Yeah. So there you go. Beyonce teaching lessons. That's crazy. But if that was a big up to Beyonce for putting him in his place. Yeah. That. I mean, don't mess with her sister, and y'all. also... Like, wow, I would have done the same thing if that was my sister. I'd be like, yo, what's up? Yeah, what's going on? Don't do that. Because the thing is, Solange already caught so much heat. Because you know how it was. Like, everybody would always be like, oh, Beyonce, Beyonce. They like they would have made fun of her almost yeah. back in the day. Like, obviously, she has a lot more respect, I think, nowadays. Nowadays, yeah, But sure, back 100%. in the day, they were just, like, very all about Beyonce. And I would read, like, a lot of mean things about Solange. Like, oh, my God, she's always in her shadow. And, What's you know so what I mean? crazy is that, you know, I've always been, as much as I, I love, know you love, love, love Queen. Of course. I'm a big um, Beyonce, um, a Solange fan. Solange and we fan, love yeah. you, girl. We <laughs> love you here on VH100. I know, call in. You know so, what I'm saying? She's like, no, I'm good. We <laughs> can shoot that episode in the elevator. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. Oh, Question. Question number three, 50 Cent went and done it again, upsetting another celebrity, this time an actress, when she called him out for pitting power against Empire. Is this old news? Like No. (laughs) 
It is not. Because I remember once upon a time when Taraji wasn't feeling him when he got that whole (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Taraji P. Henson. So she was on T.I.'s podcast saying that the shows are two different subject matters. When was this podcast? I think it was last week. Now, this is an interesting strategy. Why? Because when was the last time that 50 has talked about Empire or- All of that? Right. Like, this was something that, that, this, on, to, <laughs> that all right. he's been so here's, going. So here's the thing. I was put on to power when Empire first came out. 50 hated on it. And yeah. he was like, oh, this show is, uh, power is much better than Empire. Yeah. I watched Power because I'm like, well, let's see what he's talking about. And I was like, wait, these shows are nothing alike. But then I was hooked yeah. on Power. <laughs> and that's what she's trying to say. Oh, She's yeah. like, that. It's It's different. Oh, but yeah, yeah, no, it was. So a, he basically like took all the fans. Yeah, so she was on Ti's podcast, and he was just. She was just like, I don't understand why you're coming at me. It took like what I had to do to get here, et cetera. Why tear down another black person? And then he replied on Instagram, and I just want to read some of this because I thought it was please very do, please intriguing. Do. He said to her, I love your work and I think you're amazing. I'm sorry no one is watching your show anymore. Sad face emoji. I realize I have to work on the fact that I have less empathy than others. Mm. I have met with top executives at Fox and sold them. And then he mentions a show. Uh, it's the show that's replacing yours. Uh-huh. But I really want to work with you. I mean, you're awesome. We would work well together. Like a weird angry face. But if you don't like the idea, I understand. Then the red angry face. If you don't roll with me, you're going to get rolled the fuck over. Hashtag stars get the app. Hashtag ABC for life. February 11th. Oh. So that was our PCPQ. Pop culture pop quiz. Yeah, yeah. You did a good job. That was a good one. I, there's so many. I'm like, ooh, I gotta dive in. <laughs> there was late. I know. I could have. I was like, let me do some research on this. But you know what? We have a lot of shows to chat about. Yeah, we do. Starting with Love and Hip Hop New York. Oh snap! And we are gonna give Jonathan a call, but I want to hear a free cap first before we get into it with this man. All right, let's do it. Are you here? Are you here with it? I'm here with it. In three, two, one, uh, free cap. Uh, uh, tea spilt on Yandy and Jonathan. Kind of find out there was no plus one. Jim and Joey in the kitchen, they not cooking work, learning because the belly's the key to a woman's heart. Fresher getting fresher and advice from the married guys. Pap and Safari told him he needs to get it right. So Fresher went to the source. They settled on 40K. Will Jada get the bread? Will that mess up to the plate? Jimmy up in the kitchen, chef in a romantic date. Safari, he had his face like all over the place. It's Erica's birthday. Tahiri pleading the case when simpled up to the scene. Tahiri was on one. Said Jonathan acting dumb. I'm going to give you a pass for that name calling, huh? Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm pew, 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 pew. And another pew and another to you. Another Good one. job. Thank you. It was a tongue twister. That, I, that was a tongue a twister. A lot happened this week. And I almost thought I was supposed to give you some CPR because she was running out of oxygen. I was running out of breath. I was all like, oh my God, let's get that ventilizer thing or whatever the, whatever you put up your nose. Something <laughs> to give me air. So before we give Jonathan a call, let's chat, Miss Thing. Yeah. All right. So first up, Jim Jones. I love that he did the whole cooking class because apparently he only knows how to cook Pop-Tarts, cereal, waffles, Chef Boyardee, ramen noodles, which is basically what we've eaten in college. Right. And I do love that for the dinner he did dress up, but we still had the house slippers on. Right. she even called that out too. She was like, I'm going to need you to not wear right. those slippers. Because again, remember last week, he was all about that couch and the blanket, et cetera. And not much else. So the topic of marriage does come up. And how Chrissy and Jim did ask each other for, you know, to get married. Right. And I'm a day one, so I remember Exa- these scenes. Yes, I know you are. Mm-hmm. But now, how do you feel that Chrissy's just like, I don't feel like we have to get married because we're fine the way we are. If it's not broke, don't fix it. It's not going to change anything. But if it's not going to change anything, to me, I'm like, all right, well, if you're saying it's not going to change anything, why not do it? Exactly. Then? Like, if he wants to do that's my whole thing. Like, if you're adamantly against it, then sure, don't do it. But if you feel as if it's not going to change much and you're, that's what your partner wants to do, then maybe it's something to think about. Yeah. Maybe that should be the conversation. Like, I guess she feels I'm not like super a excited about it, but it, I'll think about it. Like, I wouldn't shut it down. I don't think it's fair to shut it down mm-hmm. unless you're just totally against it. I know I was so I was actually surprised because, you know, in in society, it's so like, quote unquote, typical that the woman always wants to get married and 
da 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 So when Chrissy did the flip, yeah, and that's another like, reason why I'm sort of like, I don't know, I get like jaded and skeptical of people and saying things, and I'm just like, is this because you proposed to him on TV years back, and now you feel like, ah, oh, we don't need to get married because that never happened? Yeah. I don't know. Do you are you taking control of the situation? I'm I'm know. not sure. And you maybe know, the whole and- foreclosure thing didn't help either. Because mm. if you're married, right? Oh. That, I don't know anything about marriage Ooh. or owning a home, so right. I'm just assuming there's a, there's a little gray area that comes You're there. Right? Ooh, she's so smart. She might I be like, mm. she had, you handling your biz and playing it cute <laughs> on the show. So, <laughs> so that's over there on that over Chrissy and Jimmy, but Fresher, he's catching a lot of pressure too. So he's staying at his grandmother's house since Jen kicked him to the curb again, again. Uh, but she does have him come to the house to chat, but not inside. I right. love how she just like, no, 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 boom, gives him a little push. Right, you're right. So technically it's not again. He's just been on the curb, but he's not about to get off the curb. No, no, no. Anytime <laughs> soon. So she straight up asks him, did you fuck around with Jada? And he does a smirk, which definitely sets her off, which I would get a little set off too because the, the smirk never helps. No, it Especially never Especially when you know helped. that a, a lady's upset, Okay. And he's claiming that Jada is lying. But then he says, I told her any and everything to keep her away. So he kind of almost admits it to Jen. And obviously we do see that he admits it to Jada in the studio when he rolls up. That they did, in fact, have sex. And he did actually catch feelings. Boy, bye. That's a beautiful woman. Don't try to tell me you did this to keep her from asking for her money. I'm sorry. It's just a lot. Lejeune has spoken, y'all. So that whole thing is going to be very interesting. And I'm sure we're going to ask Jonathan about that. We will continue to watch this drama play out. Yeah, because that's a lot. It is a lot. Jen will find out. Oh, yeah, she will. And when she does, we need to call her. We We will call her because she will be, she'll have some feelings. Okay. And speaking of feelings, Erica's were a little hurt at first during her birthday because, you know, you're walking into your own birthday party and you spot a crap ton of photos of your husband and one photo with you and your husband. Yeah. So she's just like, what the hell is this about? And he's like, well, you know, it's my birthday, too, now. So we celebrated all together and you love me. And she's just like tears. Cue the tears. She starts right. crying. She's like, I feel like you're making fun of my birthday. He's like, no, crap. So in true safari fashion, he like gets up on the DJ stand, does some acapella song to right. show that he loves her. But he does gift her with Badmon, their fur baby. I always called it oh, a yeah, puppy. Bad. Badmon makes it. But they're like, they corrected me very quickly because I did babysit this little puppy. But they're, ah! they're like, Emmanuel, it's a fur baby. It is not a puppy. It is not a dog. Like they, they, I'm instructed to call Badmon fur, fur baby. baby. So they are good. Everyone's good. And they're enjoying the birthday. Tahiri and Jonathan, not so much. So I say we give Jonathan a call to discuss this birthday. Because we need to know how. Because we have the wedding to talk. We got a number of things to talk about. So, all right, here we go. Let's give him a call. Hello. Ring, ring, bash. Pew, pew, pew. What's poppin'? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? We're great. Fabulous. Thank you for answering the call. I know that you and I chatted here and there because he was like, yo, when am I going to get on this podcast? I'm right all- now. <laughs> right. I'm such a fan. I listen every week. You guys are so entertaining. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, thank you. Well, we that- just being ourselves yeah. or whatever. And we're also like, start- <laughs> if you want to confront us on anything, now's the time to do right, it. Right. Now is the time. <laughs> He's like, y'all right, got me fucked up. Be- right. Because we do run at the mouth a little diarrhea lips. <laughs> I love it. I'm so here for it. I have the same kind of personality, honey. It oh, good. It's a hot seat, but it's very entertaining oh i can tell (laughs) (laughs) so uh this week's episode of love and hip-hop new york we saw that you did a little joe budden impersonation (laughs) where sin busted out a fedora and all what else you got you have another little joeism for us or no i you know what's so funny actually that's something that um sin and i always laugh at it's just impersonating people it's it's her thing it's her little shtick it's funny and you know i think that's why at that moment she was just like hold on let me get the hat. Right. And yeah. I need to picture the whole thing. I died. Yeah, because she's like, this is not his actual hat, but I have a fedora. I right. want you to tell me how he talked to you at the wedding. <laughs> that so so that was great. But damn, so you and Tahiri are really going at it. And first, right. we're, we're, we're going to chat about the wedding and how she accused <laughs> you of being a wedding crasher. So Correct. You are saying that, like, yo, Yandy had a plus one because she has a whole husband and a half. And typically... 
you know, a couple gets invited. But Erica now, we saw this week, is claiming nobody really got a plus one, apparently, even married people. So what, okay. what's the gag? What's happening? So I was under the impression, as was Yandy, that with the invitation came a plus one. Like, that's just American culture. That's just like in the book of etiquette. It just goes without saying when you invite somebody who is married, they instantly just get a plus one because you can't expect for a wife to leave her husband at home when she's on her way out to a wedding. Now, we all know Mendices cannot attend the wedding for mm-hmm. said reason. I, we were going to bring uh, that up. Yes. For several correct. reasons. Yes. Right. So he... <laughs> obviously cannot attend so instead of coming with her husband she brought her husband so uh, naturally both yandy and i thought it goes without saying but it just fit their narrative of yeah he crashed the wedding for whatever reason they're saying i crashed but i didn't okay there you go and he actually brought a gift and everything of course i mean i would never show up (laughs) at the end of the day and you know, it was a very generous gift, uh, so I would assume that covered whatever filet mignon I had at the wedding. Hey, right, exactly. Because <laughs> you know what is what's the rule? You're supposed to get your way three three times the plate. Yes, right. Mm. Exactly. Got married on a Monday, so yeah. Yep, no, he's right. Well, I, I, I just learned a little bit of the etiquette right there. there you <laughs> well, there you go, honey. <laughs> right, thank you. Well, at the wedding, Joe sort of tried to come for your face a little bit, saying how everybody needs to mind their business on what he has going on with his situations. But And I know that we know where you stand on this, but how does Sin feel? Does Sin feel like you need to, like, tone it down on relaying the messages? Because sometimes I know with my girls, I'm like, give me the tea, and sometimes I'm like, I, I don't want to hear that name. <laughs> <laughs> Where no, is Sin this, with it? See, honestly, I think Sin isn't really moved or shaken by it. Mm. And I never I never share anything with her because I'm expecting a reaction. It's just, again, we're all living our lives with cameras in our faces. So if she comes up in a conversation, I feel like as her friend, hey, listen, as opposed to me talking about your situation or you behind your back and then right. you're watching it on the show, listen, bitch, this is what happened. That's right. You <laughs> know? So it's never like bringing tea or anything like that. That would be the first thing. And then the second thing, to be honest, if you really go back and pay attention to these episodes my issue was never with tahiri mm. true i never right. really spoke about tahiri no you did i wasn't i wasn't painting her out to be some harlot that is back in the picture to take back his love it was never about that right my issue was always with erica mena and her intentions right and i was clear about that from day one i said it in that in, at the moment with tahiri and then i sat down with erica and i said it again i right. repeated it and i said girl yeah. i don't believe that you have the purest of intentions I, it still never crossed your mind i find it hard to believe that's yeah, right and they did clear it up at that it's so down. true and i feel like anyone that is in, engaged in this story knows what the deal is like we're just so sort of surprised like it's ironic it's like of all people you're the one playing matchmaker so we were sort of like shaken up by like how excited to hear he got but we'll talk more about that i just want to know like you did the right thing that's what sisters do you pass on the information <laughs> to your girl but how did you and sin get so tight like y'all are friendship goals Hey-o. so it's funny right like um Sid, I mean, Sid and I met, obviously, through the show way back when, mm-hmm. uh, when she first did it, because I was a makeup artist on the show. So I would do her makeup sometimes. And then just we grew up in the same neighborhood. Like, Sid and I grew up, like, literally 15 minutes, I mean, 15 New York City blocks from each other, not even a whole mile away from each other. Oh. Our stories are super similar. Um, yeah. You know, she's like the loud, crazy one in her family, and her family's very reserved, just like mine. I was the loud, <laughs> crazy one. Similar upbringings. We go to the same places, know a lot of the same people. Um, so, so it's about yeah, to so happen. Yeah, literally, it was just the minute we met that first go around, we just were enamored with each other. And we kind of kept in touch throughout the years. Once we started filming together, it just was like freaking frack instantly. She's a, she's a Libra and I'm a Gemini. They say that that's the strongest like connection of all the Zodiac signs. Oh, okay, oh shit. Okay, I didn't yeah. know that. I'm I a Gemini too. I'm a Libra. I know. Oh, Man. yeah. Lejean yeah, and I are both Gemini. <laughs> yeah. 
Interesting. All right, let me find out. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I love yeah, that when y'all get your karaoke on and because we watch yeah, all too cute. on the on I Instagram. love the pajama party. The pajama yeah, parties. Mm-hmm. They were the little mermaid. It was also cute. Yeah. <laughs> Literally it's like I found like a little sister in her. We just we can finish each other's sentences. We find the mm-hmm. same things, hysterical. People around us at this point just get annoyed. We were at the Cheesecake Factory the other day. We couldn't even put our order in. Like the waiter was standing <laughs> looking at us like, Can you two imbeciles get it together? <laughs> we're just in tears and I can't even for the life of me remember what the frick we were laughing at that's alright it's all good vibes good times yes it's good vibes <laughs> so regardless of all that Erica does still invite you and Sin actually to her birthday party I, I guess yes. some DMs were exchanged which was nice and yes, yes, yes. when you're chatting with Yandy and Tahiri, Tahiri's making some passive comments about like recycling dick and how she's celibate seems like she's trying to bring up the whole Joe matchmaking rumor situation and yeah. you obviously know what she's talking about, but it seemed like you didn't want to talk about it. So, it, For one, again, my issue was always with Erica. And I felt like I did the right thing by sitting Erica and – I'm sorry, by sitting Erica and Sin down together. Yeah. I felt like instead of us sitting around and, and, and paint, painting Erica out to be some demon stroking a black cat, I'm like, you know what? Let's just go sit with her <laughs> Not the black and find it out. <laughs> right, honey? But So then Tahiri, to me, was never an uh, issue. I was like, no, they don't need to talk because – at the end of the day, Tahiri is his ex. Right. So listen, whatever it is, whatever. My issue was, again, with Erica. So when I saw Tahiri at the birthday, kind of pussyfooting around it and kind of looking at me like, oh, you created all of this. You know this thing. You had all this energy to come and deliver the news to me and Juju, which Juju then told Sin. I never mm. told Sin again. The world painted it out to seem like I was the one who told Sin. They just wanted to forget the fact that Juju was in that scene. It just, it's better. It was, well, Jonathan's the messy one, so make his, it, it was just Jonathan who said it. I actually didn't. I was too drunk and I couldn't remember the details. <laughs> that That's a gay problem. Juju's, they think we're messy hard. and that we're always drunk. They're like, oh, he's gay. He's drunk and he's messy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Which is so <laughs> passive aggressive and it's like such a microaggression to call gay people messy. Whatever. That's a whole topic from another mm-hmm. day. Hello. <laughs> so, but anyhow, my issue was with Erica. So when I'm standing in front of Tahiri, I'm like, Miss Thing, you had all this energy when you came to tell me and Juju, Erica is determined. And then you had all this energy at the wedding with uh, with Joe, Yandy, and I. Where's the mm. energy now? Also, now you want to be timid. Now you want to be quiet. As a mm. church mouse. Well, I'm not bringing it up because you were never my issue. My issue was Erica, and we squashed that. Yeah, so. you were already right. past that. And you're like, I'm at the birthday. Right. I was at the, yeah. Right, exactly. Right. So you... if you're not bringing it up, Miss Thing, I'm not either. Because what's not going to happen is I'm not going to bring my best friend to the lion's den. Yeah. So that you girls can go at it, and then somebody can come from the woodworks talking about, I'll oh, get him out of here, and I'm kicked out. Yeah. No. You created this mess. You finished it. You made the bed. You lay in it. And if you cannot lay in it, well, then do the theatrics that you're doing. Exactly, and I feel like you guys already had the conversation that you needed to have with Erica. So she was ultimately like rehashing out, bringing up. No, let's keep the scab on and keep it moving. But and then it got to the point when you were getting called names, and we saw you wearing all plaid, being the gentleman that you came into this world to be. And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> right. But so, but we did notice that even you noticed, like, this isn't Tahiri. Like, you weren't pleased with her behavior, obviously, mm-hmm. but you knew that this wasn't her. And later in the episode, we did learn that she has a little bit of a health scare going on. And right. are you feeling like her being uncertain about the future of the results on that maybe had her a little on edge does she get a pass for her behavior what are your thoughts there she doesn't get a pass okay um, no petty pass handed no, out no today petty pass here. No, no, no 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 i think um you know just even pushing the camera and stuff these crew members come to film this show it's a big ass crew of about 50 people everybody is here to do a job to feed their families the world obviously only notices us because we're in front of the camera but it's a huge conglomerate of people who come together to put together this show mm-hmm. no body on the crew should have a camera pushed away from them or what no so there is no past there. I think we've all been through horrible things in our lives. We've all been scared for different things. Mm. Um, in a few coming episodes, you'll see that this season for me has also been very difficult because mm-hmm. of something I'm also going through that is so out of my control. I cannot change it. Oh. And it sucks. It is something that I wish 
I could change. It's for my nephew. And, and, you know, but that doesn't mean that I get to come to work and be an asshole because my nephew was born with a disability where he cannot walk. And we only have six months to perform a surgery that costs more than I can afford or else he never walks. That doesn't give me a pass to come to work and ever be an asshole. Mm -hmm. So I do not believe that she gets a pass. However, I will say that if she was very consumed with that thought at that time, then at least it explains why um, she was unraveling the way that she right. was. Right. Yeah. The passion that she was. You do see so that while often. I understand it, it doesn't excuse it. Right. Yeah. And sending love, light, positive vibes and prayers to your fit and your nephew and fam. Yes, absolutely. Which I'm Thank sure, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, but we'll learn more about that later in the season. We know that you're also tight with Jen. You know, the, the yeah. groupie slayer. Oh, and yes. hot damn, she is trying to slay some groupies out here. Right. So, <laughs> yes, she is. Holy schmageggies. Uh, What are your thoughts on this whole fresher situation? And we're now seeing him finally admitting that he did, in fact, have sex with Jada. And he may have caught some feelings for her. Because when Jen confronted him, he said, no, she's lying. But now we're seeing him chat with Jada. And he's like, yeah, that did happen. Um, I think at this point now that I've been around them as often as I have, I think that uh, for one, Fresher is like a true sweetheart. Like, I think yeah. Fresher doesn't have it in him to hurt somebody's feelings. To be malicious so, like that. Yeah, I met him for like he, a little bit and I could even get that vibe from him. He's such like a, a positive ray of light. He always has a huge smile on his face that lights up the room. He's just a cool dude. Mm-hmm. So I think when he came onto the show with Jen, he never in a million years imagined that Jada would come out of the woodworks. But uh, as they always it do. happens with exactly, I mean, especially you know when saying? money is involved, like grand and a lot of yeah. it. Why did you think that? Why did you possibly think someone's gonna walk away from that kind of cash, sir? Yeah. Sorry. And then she also went right. down to yeah, because initially she was saying he owed her sixty thousand, but now she's like, fine, I'll take forty. Right. But I'm still right. like, what the hell? It was a lot of money from what I'm hearing, but I think he just didn't have it in his heart to like basically tell this girl, yeah, I took the money and no, you never meant anything to me. I think he was being raw and honest at that moment, even though that's not what he feels right now. Mm. Yes. And I think Jen is kind of like pressuring him like, you know what? You need to be 100% honest with me or else everything you say is going to come across as a lie to me. So I think they're stuck in a weird place. I'm afraid of her. Uh, I mean, I, I literally so, I don't, I, I don't like, want to be on her bad side. Yeah, I know. I literally feel like she like dragged my face on Cronky. And as Cronky. a woman, I just feel for her because I know how it feels to get that angry. Yeah. And I know yeah. that she's not an angry woman. And I just she's feel not. for her for having gone been pushed to the point that she mm-hmm. has to feel this way. Yeah. And yeah. present herself this way because I know the she's feeling. Cool. And right. It's really cool. And like you already She's said, a, like uh-huh. it, it's hard to deal with all this, especially like in front of cameras too. So it's like, oh, right. Damn. So it's like, imagine the embarrassment that you deal with just as a regular chick. Yep. And now right. their cameras are on and everyone's watching. Yeah. And the haters are lot. just like having fun. I know. A the, good old time. And then you have this podcast here where right. we're like, what's going on? Right. Exactly. <laughs> She's a cool girl. I think, you know, um, the thing with Love and Hip Hop as well is it, it always has so many cast members that you can't focus on every aspect of people's lives. Yeah, so it's hard. There's so many other aspects of her that the world doesn't even know that I know now because she's my friend. So when you're focused on just watching their relationship unfold, because again, it's about love and hip hop. He's yeah. the hip hop star that she's in love with. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it, it, it almost looks like one dimensional for right. her. And while she is that girl, she's also a slew of other things that make her so amazing. Ooh, tell so us I one think thing. it's so unfair. Yeah. Tell us one thing. Tell us one thing that makes her amazing. She's super supportive. So yes. she, um, if ever any of us are going through anything, she's quick to pick up the phone and say, hey, are you okay? I just saw this really quick. Um, I'm just checking on you. Or I just celebrated my mom's birthday uh, uh, last week at a restaurant. She was the first to show up. Love that, and love that. She's just, yeah, she's just that kind of girl. She shows up to people's events. She's never looking for anything. She's not doing it for like the cloud. She's never right. with her phone out trying to take pictures. And she's a cool girl. Oh, she's really okay. cool. I love, I love that. She's not just a social supporter because we know we have some, right. some of those on our hands. So thank you for yes, that. Yes, honey. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then we know that you 
you know, and bringing it back because you guys did a great job. We were talking about your nephew um, not too long ago, and we know that you and Yandy actually started a jumpathon for your nephew Derek, yes. and y'all raised the money for his surgery. Hey, good job! Amazing. Yeah. So my nephew was born with a condition uh, called arthrogryposis, which has kept him from walking his whole life. He's oh nine God. years old. And we found all the doctors here in America basically said his only option is to amputate because if we cut into him, we're going to do permanent nerve damage would, would uh, make it worse than what he is now. Oh so we found like crazy. one doctor in Spain that deals with this specifically. We went out to him. He said, yes, I can have him walking by the end of next year. Um, I've dealt with cases worse than this. However, because it's Europe, you guys, your insurance wouldn't work here and yeah. you would have to pay out of pocket which would be i think all three surgeries combined it's like 150 or 60 thousand oh, dollars he has to move out there for like three months yada 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 anyhow um you know i was put in a difficult situation because i've had a lot of money in the past and mm -hmm. now my finances are not as well as they used to be right yeah. so yandy instantly instantly jumped in and said nope i'm helping i want to do this for your family like this child deserves to walk and i just can't imagine a life where you have to we'll like be able to yeah yeah especially and being a so, kid right yeah but we we did it and so i'm happy to say that we had to jump us on last year and tomorrow actually derek will be on his way to spain and his surgery is at the end of this week oh, yes that is amazing because that, that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. And also just like make trying to turn such a negative thing like into a positive yes. thing. Right. Yes. Yeah. Especially yeah. like super... the jump on because I've never seen anything like that. Because we all used to jump rope back in the day, but I haven't uh -huh. seen it in a minute. So it was very smart and clever. Good job. And the best part about it all was that Derek, you know, has his little list of all different things that he would love to do, like swim. And jumping rope is one of them. He's always been fascinated with jumping rope. He likes to watch um... people jump rope. So And Yandy didn't know that. So for her to just, you know, create this concept literally right there while we're filming and just say you know what this is what we're gonna do uh and it ended up being one of the things that he Actually aspires loved. to do wow. yeah it was just divine like, okay, this is i it. was gonna yeah. ask like where it all came from but i guess it was just like lejun just said divine okay mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. what else is going on in the world of mr jonathan fernandez you know, I have my fragrance out. I saw. Still, um, it's doing great. Thank God. I would have never done it. But okay. I'm really proud. I'm really happy. And um, I'm working on a makeup line for hopefully the end of this year. It, it just it has to be perfect or else I don't want to do it. Um, okay. That's pretty much it. And I'm single and ready to mingle. So if anybody's listening, uh, shout me a holler. <laughs> Slide okay. it to the DM. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most interesting DM you've ever gotten? Oh, good question. Oh, honey. Uh, <laughs> they are all very X-rated. I get um, I get a lot of DMs from guys in prison. Oh. oh what? Did they send you, like, a picture, a video, what? or a boomerang yes, of honey, an ejaculation? They send videos. They send pictures. It's quite fascinating. Wow. I actually had a little I had a little fling there um, with a guy. Obviously, I can't say who, and I can't even say how they get them phones in there, but what? Yeah, we had, like, a little thing. Well, Ooh, good for you. <laughs> I like that. I love a good yeah. like boomerang nudie. I yes, don't know me why too, I'm into especially that. from Prison Bay. Yeah, like hello. I need to get a. Okay, let me find okay. out. Well, good yeah. for you. Well, I'm glad that you're doing so well. And, Thank you. Uh, obviously, you know, big ups to Derek. We send him all the positive, positive love and energy. I hope that everything goes well for him. Right. Thank you. I really appreciate you guys. And of course. I love, love, love your show. Oh, thank, thank you. you. We, we love, love, love you. Love you. Yeah, yeah, clearly. <laughs> thank you. So it's this full Thanks, encompassing friend. love all around, okay? Right. And we're okay. going to both find us a man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, honey. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> I love it so much. So have a beautiful day. Thanks for being you. You too. You too. Thanks, Bye. guys. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, I absolutely adore Jonathan. So thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us, yes. Mr. Fernandez. Picking up that phone. Uh, so on next week's episode, we see that Tahiri is opening up to Erica about her mammogram results. And, you know, as Jonathan said, no petty pass there. And Olivia is back. Yes, I'm here for it. What was your reaction when you saw that in the teaser? What? Okay. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, she pops up to confront Rich on top of it all. Yeah, right. so Lejeune is speechless. I was, I was, I was frozen. I'm <laughs> looking at her. I'm like, girl, say something. But she can't because she is frozen. so taken aback. Yeah. And then we do see that Mendeecees' 
paperwork for his release is maybe taking a little time and right. a little delay. And could maybe potentially Wifey's actions have something to do with it? We, we don't, don't know. know. Tune in we next don't week. Know. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, we had another episode of Love and Hip Hop Miami. And I'm assuming you got another free cap for us. I do have a free cap. Can you please hit me with the free cap? Uh, in three, uh, two, uh, one. Uh, uh. Uh, Suki popped off on Nikki Natural. Hershey was like, bitch, you ain't better than me, girl. Crunching crabs, said somebody, stole a phone. Miami tip like, girl, leave that drama alone. Shay caught in the crossfire, end up going in. Nikki snatched her phone like when she was caught in the mix. Trick acting like he want that old thing back. Said Nikki old news, he ain't worried about that. Amara's done with Julian, she trying to walk away. But looks like Julian trying to play a dirty game. Briscoe stepped to Trick about what happened with Nikki. But when they came to Joy, that's when they got trickered. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The Puerto Rican princess sent a roast prima piggy and a mobile billboard to prima donna's white party. Oh, did she send a gift or did she send a gift? Right, or did she send a gift or did she send like we don't pork know. on my fork? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We got some th- things to talk about. We got a lot of things. All right, because I know we do a recap, but we I'd like to dive in and actually hear what you have to say. That's true, because I have things, things. I have thoughts. I know you have thoughts. So Amada, right? She is now upset that MJ brought up the whole LA incident where Julian was apparently drunk and tried to get in bed with her, touched her leg. Nobody was supposed to know about that. And now she's worried that if everything comes to light. It's going to affect her bookings, her albums, her endorsement deals, basically her whole career. And MJ's like, yo, you don't need him. You're, he's brainwashing you, et cetera. Like, you could do this on your own. So he's suggesting that she contacts her lawyer to get involved, to get her out of this contract. So she meets up with Matt, which, fun fact, I have emailed with Matt here and there because okay. we've had some things. We had some contracts that we needed to do with the Yeah. So it was nice to put a face to the to the name on the email. I was like, hello, sir. Always a beautiful thing. Nice beard. Right. But uh, So it seems that if she does part ways with Julian, he is trying to own 100% of everything, basically. The artwork. Which is crazy. Which lets me, know, that's lets me know off the rip, dude, you're not right. Right? So I was a little surprised to hear about that because even they said, like, the unreleased music that he's going to own her masters, that he could technically release an album and profit off of it. So it's turning a little messy. It's quite messy. And you know what? Here's the thing. Another thing is that I really felt for her when she felt as if her sharing with a very close person in her life, something that he shouldn't have done. Like, he should have never done that. And Are you now saying she, I'm, wait, No, who? I'm saying that, that Julian? Julian should have never gotten in that bed. And mm-hmm. the fact that her sharing that with her man could yeah. affect her bookings shows shady business. Like... Like how? Well, because she's saying she's nervous for other people like us to find out. Like, okay, this is how Julian's operating business. I don't want to work with him, and that affects her. Then I don't know if that's the case. I feel like yeah. she didn't want Julian to find out that she told her man. Oh, because if that's the case, she would have been more upset with him sharing it with who was it that was it was a prima donna sitting next to her? Yes, was she, maybe she should have been upset about that. Like I thought from seeing last week's coming up that she was upset because he spilled the beans to her. Like why would you have this conversation yeah. with her? Like to have a one on one with Julian, that's one thing. You're my man, and mm-hmm. he should have never done that. I don't know. Whatever. It's just weird. Like, people make mistakes, but it's how you handle mistakes. And if you're telling me I can never, ever tell a soul, I don't know. Hopefully she was upset about the other people and that Julian didn't make her feel like, oh, I won't mess with you and I won't book your shows and I won't do this if you ever tell And I guess she's also thinking, like, people won't want to because they're like, oh, your manager is X, Y, and Z. Oh, forget it. We're not working But this is the whole thing that MJ's been saying from the beginning. He's like, dude has this bad reputation. Whether he's doing it or not, it's it's bad for business. Yeah. So, so it's so very tricky. interesting to see what's going to happen because she's done a lot of things. And if he does, in fact, actually own all of that. Oh, she's so brave. Yeah, and I, I really, really commend her It's hard her because you have to really process. pay attention to, to the business to part, the business of, it. part yeah, of it. It's, it's so very true. important. And that, that unfortunately, like not saying specifically on Amada, but in general, that is what consumes a lot of artists, unfortunately. Because the business side of it, like, you don't realize, like, oh, shit, I'm basically signing over everything. So, like, a picture of yourself, oh, I don't own that? No, that photographer owns it because he took that picture of you. It's, like, it's crazy. So, it is definitely getting messy. But speaking of messy, Hoodbrot. Hello? Hello? 
I mean, we talked to Briscoe last week about this. So not only does Hoodbrighton tell Nikki Natural to roll up on Briscoe at his own damn party. Right. Now she's telling Suki how Nikki was talking smack, how she was the baddest bitch at Trina's showcase. So Suki rolls up on Nikki to bring in the check because she was like, I'm going to check her. Right. She wasn't having it. She said, nobody's better than Miss Suki, honey. Yeah. So Shay's like chiming in because she's just like, yo, it's not nothing wrong with bigging yourself up. Shay had a good point. She did. She's like, she's she like, didn't tear you down. She did not. Right. And I, I, but everybody does it, though. Everyone's like, oh, I'm the baddest bitch here, and I'm doing this, and, and I'm doing that. Especially in a competitive sport, which hip-hop is. Hello. And that was my, not that I'm a hip-hop artist myself, right. but, but you, you know, know that it is a competitive atmosphere right. and all that fun stuff. Even freestyling, it's like to tear each other down. Right. So, unfortunately now, I don't know how, but Shay and Suki now go back and forth about being that bitch, and boom. Suki and her long sleeves get in Shay's face. I the, the the sleeves. Did you see how like her hands were kind of poking through? Yes. I was like, how are you doing anything? Like I, I, I couldn't even process. Gonna, that. I thought she was gonna fly away, like the wings. <laughs> Here she goes. Right. So they're off. Things are getting tossed. Names are in everyone's mouths. Nikki is stealing Suki's phone. Right. And again, poor Briscoe because last week we had the whole fucking shit with like. Him and Nikki and then Amada and Shay. Right, and he and just came home. MJ. Y'all need to calm down around this man. Yeah, that, uh, I, hello, that too. And that. <laughs> okay. That part. That part <laughs> as well. So this damn party had a lot going on. But we do see another side of Hood Brad because she isn't all about the mess, y'all. Right. We do find out that she's actually caring for her niece and nephew since her sister unfortunately took her own life. And currently they are living with Hood Brad's other sister, but she wants them with her, and that's why she's, like, hitting the pavement and getting that hustle on because she wants to make sure that they are raised with her. Yeah. And they even say, like, we want to be with you. So I know. I love she's it. She's just trying to get it right and tight. I'm not going to lie. I did feel a little misled because I felt like the kids were living with her. I she thought so, she too. Was caring for them. Like, I mean, but we don't know. She might be financially yeah, you're right. caring. And, that, and you know what? At the end of the day, that's just my brain. But fi- I'm saying financially, right? she could be taking care of them. You're right. And she probably is. I'm th- I'm, I agree. She's probably contributing financially, but you know. Regina's suspicious out here. I'm like, were you trying to pull the sympathy <laughs> strings on Trina? No, 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 no. All right. But who is no longer suspicious anymore is Joy. So she decides to try to clear the air about the whole Nikki situation in Briscoe. She meets up with Trick, and she's like, you know what? I guess they didn't have that run-in that I thought they did. Right. So you are more than welcome to get back with her, sir. So which be was my a, guess. Which was big on her. That was very. That is a woman, okay? Because she was just like, I was in the wrong. I'm sorry about right. that. Here you go. But... It looks like, as you said, Trick doesn't want that old thing back. He do want that old thing back, well, Joy. Well, the Nikki old <laughs> thing. Yeah, the old, old thing. But the the present old thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of old things. A lot of old things. A lot of old things. Which we all have old things. Uh, she has too much problems, and he's just tired of it. But he does want the old Joy back, though. Not calling Joy old. And he even tells Briscoe that, you know, with the whole Nikki situation, you could do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But then, as you said in your free cap, do we have that same kind of attitude and energy? Because when Briscoe said, hey, I went on a date with Joy at Prima Donna's event, he was like, oh, you you and who? Right. And then, you know, we got interrupted. So we didn't really get to see how it really played out, how he really felt about it. We got interrupted on multiple things. Multiple, <laughs> multiple things. So Prima Donna's event. Woo! Lord. So obviously we are talking about Prima Donna's all white party. Right. And some things went down. Almost all white because Trick came through with the burgundy exactly. hoodie. So what would you do in that situation? You know what? If it was like a multi-platinum selling rap- <laughs> <laughs> rapper, I would be like, come on, boo. Like, he was so cute about it, too. He was like, what? This is, I'm wearing a white t-shirt. Well, then take the hoodie off right now. Like, appease me. You've come to this party knowing. I, I mean, know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Well, obviously, that was the least of her worries. Right. Because during the whole situation where she's trying to get her raffle on, all of a sudden, (laughs) this talking truck, as you said, comes backing up in. She's like, am I tripping or is there a... Uh, Yeah, she's like, okay. Huge truck backing up. And then all of a sudden, boom, Jocelyn's like, What's up, Prima Piggy? It's Puerto Rican Princess. This is my town. I got a little surprise for you. She was like, my town? Right? And she did look a little happy almost 
Cause she didn't like look upset because obviously we all know that there is beef between Jocelyn yeah. and Prima Donna. And when Jocelyn's face appeared on the truck, like Prima Donna didn't really seem that pressed. Yeah. And looking forward. I feel like she was like, I don't feel like she was excited thinking that Jocelyn sent her like, you know, a We're knight in shining armor, but more like, okay, bitch. Like, let it. me see what's going on Let's here. Let's see what you got. Yeah, because she you literally. Had to do, that you had to bring on all the noise and bring on all the fun. Let's see what you got. I know, right? So I'm dead because I, she genuinely looked like she was looking forward to see what was in the truck because she didn't cop an attitude right away and then that pig came out and she was like, oh, hell. Right. Oh, my God. Right. So we'll see how that will unfold on next week's episode uh, but we will see that Amada and MJ and Julian have a sit down where he claims he didn't know he fell into Amada's bed oh god but also Boy. is saying MJ should shut the trap no words over here Joy is trying to set up trick with a woman named Caroline it seems and Trina has a whole ass boot camp for her tour where of course Nikki and Suki go at it oh yeah it, and it seems Nikki uh, seems Trina, Trina. Mm-hmm. gets caught up in the mix because you got to settle these girls. Once you get the queen in the mix, you know that it needs to be settled. So I can't wait to see how this plays out. Oh, we always do. We're always here for it. So before we get into Black Ink Crew Chicago, the yeah. June, what is the hashtag so people can get involved in our conversation? That's right. You already know. Get at us on hashtag VH100podcast. Hello, hello, hello. So yes, we did have a new episode of Black Ink Crew Chicago. Yep. Ryan is kicking it with his son, Mason, talking about some cute pickup lines like, what's your snap? Right. So, for now, has to wait a good two or three weeks before finding out if he is Ayana's father. Oh, my gosh. They couldn't, like, edit ahead. Come on. I know. (laughs) Help us out, okay? People, our colleagues, can you just give us a tea already? That's crazy. I couldn't believe that we weren't going to find out. When I watched and they were talking, he was like, like, oh, I still got got about a week. I'm like, uh, are we going to, like. Well, that's what we get for today's day and age. Oh, God. We want everything at our fingertips. Instant gratification, you know. But apparently they also stopped all communication until the results come in. So I guess that obviously came in because we all know how Don felt about that. I know. But it's like, Don, you're not the boss. <laughs> For, uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> piped up. We're going to talk about okay. Don in a second. Right. So, <laughs> there seems to be some confusion as to what Kitty's role is at Second City Inc. Oh, my gosh. I, this is the so most confusing. awkward for me. I don't, I'm uncomfortable watching I, it I can tell. Like, yeah. she, her whole body language just immensely shifted i'm stressed out why because uh, I, I you don't even work there i know but i just feel like kitty is being she's shown. gassing up for no reason i just feel like she's being depicted as if she's doing the most but when we saw that flashback and we saw that Charmaine was like whatever it takes yeah. whatever you need to do whatever to you, snap to this whip thing. It into so shape. she's doing that she's stepping to the plate and she's not cowering down because there are strong personalities that don't like that which some people would do and that's what i call not getting the job done Hello? she's come in and she's done exactly what her friend asked her to do i know but i know we talked about this last week however it seems as though Charmaine did not have that conversation with anyone Except for Kitty. So when you have somebody right. coming in and they're just like, hi, I'm managing the shop. I'm doing X, yeah. Y, and Z. But no one had a proper conversation. It does appear as though, oh, Kitty's just like on one right now. And that's why I do feel uncomfortable because I know oh. it's like a, it's like a, I'm not good at those shows where, you know, when, when the viewers, we know one thing is happening, but the people involved, they don't know what's happening. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my gosh, it's not real. Like, it's a, it's a miscommunication. <laughs> I I just wish she I could call spiraling. Jess. I don't even know what you're saying anymore. And I'd be like, anymore. listen, Charmaine told her this is what she needs to be doing. Like, why are you so mad, sis? Yeah, Sorry. she is angry. Well, because she moved her whole life here. But so, so can- tattoo then, since you want to <laughs> tell people what they do. Well, she she is she was trying to, and she's being told well, that she was going to be the partner. But when you're being told that, like, hey, you're going to be helping me out and you're essentially a partner. Right. And you're tattooing. But, and then all of a sudden you are not properly told that, like, hey, Kitty's coming in to do this, that, and the other thing. But here's the thing. 
again, we didn't see that conversation, right? But we do know why Charmaine made her a partner. And why? Why is that? Because she knows about tattooing. Tattooing, right. So she could be a partner as yeah. far as managing the tattoo artist and making sure that the work that's coming out yeah. is up to par. We don't know in what capacity this part. Like, she could be taking the partner thing a little bit out of proportion. Because when we see her well, talk to no Charmaine, clarity. Charmaine is like, I hired you. Yes. So you're, it's not like a partner, like we're at the same level. Love but you're partnering as the expert in tattooing. Yep. No, I know. So when Charmaine does make her return, she, again, in front of everybody, is just like, all right, Kitty, if you want a permanent spot, ba-bam. And now this is where Jess is like, can we chat things out? And again, it was on Jess. Like, we need to chat it out. So she's saying, I feel disrespected. I feel undermined that basically it's either her or Kitty. And as you said, Charmaine's like, well, this is my shop and I don't need to tell you shit. So Jess was like, fine, I quit. Peace out. I just wish that when Jess was in the office with Kitty, that she, I just knew she was about to FaceTime Charmaine. Or Dre. Why, why did she FaceTime Drea? Oh, that she should have FaceTime right. Charmaine. Right. Like, she should have been Drea. like, hey, we're here in the office. Now that let's Kitty's talk here, about this. let's talk and let's clarify roles and responsibilities. Well, yeah. Well, because I guess, listen, when it's a, but, a, a petty party, you kind of fall into that role. And fold that just shows me that maybe you're not the one to be doing management. But Kitty I'm was so- being pretty petty as well. She's like, oh, I'm going to sit in this office. This is my office, too. And well, where does there she was, like, expect? Where, and does she ex- where did Jess expect Kitty to sit? I don't know. But again, she's helping Charmaine. Somebody needs she's to gonna, have that conversation. Right. And so that would have been a great time to clarify it instead of calling someone you hire. Yeah. And talking it shit been to. To call Charmaine and be like, what is going Let's on? Let's clarify this. Let's get but, this on the table. I'm not saying yeah. it's anybody's fault, but I am saying that as a manager, if you're like, how can you come in and manage this situation? Show those management skills. Yeah. I mean, well, why could Kitty call Charmaine then? She could have, but, but she Yeah, but nobody she, did. They were she, both being but petty. But she was clear why she didn't. She didn't want to bother her. And maybe yeah. Jess didn't either, but it was not professional to, to call, call one Drea of your artists. And be like, so now Look, you're creating a, a, an atmosphere, tension, tension, a bad vibe. Hello. Well, speaking of bad vibes, you know right. I love a good segue, <laughs> right? And I was going in. I, mean, I know you were. Like, you were. Can I was we like, not talk I was about like, this anymore? Next topic. Right. <laughs> so Don and Ashley, because this is a big one too. There's a lot of tension happening in their house, and they have that same kind of energy of like, what's going on here? Because she seems to be poking him about the past, and he's had enough. He's like, listen, I just feel like I'm growing, and you're not cool with my growth. So they have this huge fight at a restaurant with four there. Don storms out, and the day after, they're at home, and he's asking her, like, oh, are you okay? She's like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know when somebody says, I'm good like that? Right. They're not really good. They're not good. Keep sleeping when I open. Yeah, pretty much. So he's just like, I feel like you have never forgiven me for the past. And she's saying that I just need time to heal. And she's just not actually sure if she will forgive him. I just, I love men. They think that there is a magic wand of forgiveness. Yes. Because I remember they Cartel can do Crew. Dirt for that years. happened too. And then one day they say sorry and they realize the errors of their ways and this magic wand takes yeah. away and all like, my hurt I, and what pain can I do? or worries that this could happen again. Yeah. No, I know. It's magical. And, and, and I get it because he's just like, what am I going to do? Like, what can I do? But there is nothing you can do. Cause Give me time. I, yeah, that's where it is tough because like Don's like, what do I do and how long is this going to take? But obviously like a healing of some sorts, like you don't know how long it's going to take. I know. And, and if you'll ever get to that place. Because maybe she doesn't even know. Like, I don't know if I actually will ever get over this. Right. I know I want you, but I don't know if I trust you. <laughs> yeah. There, there's Yeah, once that trust foundation is demolished, it's hard going back. Oh, yo. it's hard going back. And, and that see, doesn't just go for relationships. So, folks, watch how you move. Yes, watch how you move. Because he does come home to a letter saying that she wants a divorce and rings are left on the bed. I that they work it out. They're a beautiful couple and I love their story. So on next week's episode, we find out the gender of Charmaine's baby. Drea and Kitty are getting into it. Mm-hmm. Ashley feels like Don is living his best single life, which right. brings into that whole trust thing. Uh, Prince is breaking the news to Jamise that he may have to serve two years in prison because we know that he was a little hesitant. Right, right. He stepped to the plate on that. And we have a surprise visitor rolling up to Second City, Inc. So, Lejeune, what is today's podcast dedicated to? Oh, my goodness. Today's 
This podcast is dedicated to the one, the only, drum roll please, the Green D. <laughs> hey the Green D. That's right. This moment got really lost because of what was going on. Yeah, But Tahiri mentioned oh, the Green D, dick. the recycled dick. And I've never heard it referenced as the Green D. D. And I'm like, yo, this is genius. And I feel like, you know, it got real shady and everyone was like, oh, we know, we know you're talking about Joe, blah, blah. But the Green D is a real thing. Yeah. Like, you may not... We've to, all been back to yeah. the old thing. And strategically, not we didn't just roll onto the old thing because the old thing rolled yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. It's like, listen, I'm in a place and I don't necessarily want to increase my numbers. <laughs> you strategically revisit the Green D. All right, yeah, ladies? I don't know if I like the, the name of Green D. It sounds like an STD. We'll figure it, it out. It, no, it's a cute name. I like name. it. It's cute because it's quick and it's like, yeah, you know how to it's get that Green D. It's very of the moment. How to get that Green D. But no, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, thanks for the Green D. Thank you. <laughs> so don't forget this. This Tuesday, we have two new episodes of Wild and Out starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on VH1. And that is a wrap on episode 40 of VH100. So make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember, spread the word and not the green D. That's right. And, of course, make sure to follow the official Instagram pages for VH1, Love and Hip Hop, and Black Ink. Crew. Ooh, and hey. you know you gotta put an at in front of all that. Of course, and I am hey. at Easy Manoli, Easy M A N O L I. And I'm at L A June, like the month. Boom. So make sure you're listening to us and keep it 100. Beach 100 is brought to you by Beach One and Revolver Podcasts. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests? against stay-at-home orders around the country. It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.